Hello everyone and welcome to the DevFast podcast. This is your host Veera Shivastav and today we have with us a very talented UI UX designer all the way from Nigeria. Please welcome Tony. Welcome Tony to the DevFast podcast. It is a pleasure to have you here. Nice nice to be here. I'm glad to be here. So let's start with introductions. Please introduce yourself. Okay, my name my name is Tony. I'm a UIX designer, um, a product designer as well, and have been a product designer for three years. Um, I'm from Nigeria. Uh, but again, I like Figma, I like XD as well. And it's great to be here. Um, my portfolio is on Behance, Instagram, and um, Dribble. So. Why did you choose this field? Well, um, I've always had had a knack for creative design. I remember back in school, I used to make up designs, artworks. You know, I, I just like to make things out of nothing. Then um, sometime in 2019, I had the chance to work with a few friends who told me about tech and UI. And I immediately started um, making practice designs, you know, putting shapes and signs together. And I also had to get my certifications. I got Google certificates. Um, you know, and I worked with a few friends in a few fintech companies. From there, I started Wow. To grow my net and try new things as well. Amazing. So you also have scuba certification? Yeah, I, got, I have Google certifications coupled with a few private certifications as well. Um, in Nigeria, we have um, this popular one, Overly, Overly certification. And um, yeah, I have Overly with three years experience. I think it's due to expire soon. But yeah, I have quite a number of them. So how do you get the inspiration and motivation to do so many different things? Well, um, here's the thing. With um, inspiration, I think I like to look on, look at other people's work. I don't copy. I just gain inspiration. And um, I like to see how they apply certain colors, certain aesthetics, um, how their user interaction works. You know, and I try to keep myself updated because um, I think if you are in UI, you have to keep yourself updated with the new trends, the new styles. Yes, definitely. Um, yes, what people do, what they like. So you have to try and keep yourself updated, learn, constant learning, constant practice, you know. So that's how I keep myself updated and that's how I get motivated as well. Who have been your mentors in this journey? Uh, I have I have a mentor in um, my office. I have a popular Nigerian, UI Johnson. He's popular on Instagram. Um, his name is UI Johnson. Um, there are quite a number of other people on Instagram that I follow. Um, Anna Lee, she's Korean. She's very, really good. She has um, new styles every day. Then there's this Chola guy. I don't know if you know Chola. Chola on YouTube. Yeah, Chola, he's really good. I'm a big fan and I've tried to get in touch with him a number of times. I'm, I'm a huge fan of Chola. Um, yeah, I've quite a number of other people. Then I don't know if you know um, Dan Loves Adobe Dance Scott. Yes, Dan Scott. Dan Scott is amazing. Um, Most he, definitely. He breaks down his steps to the barest minimum. Like he can literally teach anybody. I, I remember I said to my neighbor some time ago, I told him he would like to, he would like to teach my grandma. He's that good. He he is you know he's user friendly. He's always he has the smile on his face. He makes he brings out the fun in UI UX. And one hundred percent. Dan has the best the best tutorials out there. Yes, true. So how did you decide that you had to do social media and most important Instagram because you have found people from YouTube from Behance and other places where you've taken inspiration from but how did you come up to Instagram to be the one place that you would show off your work well um, to last year I thought I was going to follow the trend that is everybody going on Behance on Dribble and the likes but I noticed that Instagram started to do little updates and if you look carefully Instagram have more users than quite a number of other social platforms because yes. of the video inter- because yes. of the step by step pre- 
studio, you know, people find it more comfortable to go to Instagram and learn from a lot of people. So I thought, yes, I thought to definitely. myself, what what better place to try, you know, put it out there. Yes. And the good thing about it is on Instagram, you can get both those people interested in UI UX and the neutrals. You know, it's not like Behance where you get there to meet just the professionals. I don't think a random yes, person. Definitely. Yes, I don't think a random person would come to Behance just to look at designs. You know, but yes. on Instagram, a random person who just wake up one morning and see your work and be like, hmm, really nice. You know, um, I have been able to show quite a number of friends, my family members who haven't even seen my Behance portfolio before. You know, when they open my Instagram, they're like, oh, this is another side to your designs and this is another side to what you do. So I think thanks to Instagram, I've been able to meet quite a number of people as well, like you and, uh, you know, a lot of other professionals who would trade yes, ideas and new things from, you know, I, I think there's also this guy, I think, sorry, I didn't mention him before. Um, this guy that does the um, super fast, what's his name? I remember, but he does these tricks, Sigma tricks, and he likes in seconds. He comes out, does um, the animation tricks, the pop-up tricks, the um, slides and the overlay, you know, these street art tricks on Instagram, on UIUX. So, yeah, I think Instagram has been a big blessing to my work. Yes, most definitely. And this is, I think, a very important concept because beginners can also post to Instagram and be very comfortable with it as opposed to Behance or Dribble, where you have to have a certain level of experience to get promoted in the first place in the algorithm. Very true. You're very correct. So if you had to start over from the beginning, from 2019, let's say, what would you do differently? Um, here's the truth. If I had the chance to go back to 2019, I would never delete my old projects. I think this is my own advice to other people. When we have the start, when we have the beginnings, many of us are never really impressed with what we make because we feel like others are better than us. And I remember those days I'd make a design, I'd wake up the next morning and feel very bad, like this looks awful, <laughs> you know, and I'd take yes. it away, but I wasn't doing too bad. <laughs> the thing you know so it's okay to start it's okay to start from where you can and don't look down don't compare with anybody just keep working keep trying you know that's one thing i would have told myself then because i remember i made some designs i made one very funny um dispatch and delivery application and it was awful the color the color matching was ridiculous uh, you know I, I i wish i could look at myself then and just tell myself you know what's only you'll be fine just keep working that's amazing advice as someone who's more experienced i feel like we we've all beaten ourselves up because we've made terrible designs deleted them and a lot of mental torture to ourselves and i think that definitely needs to be cut down as an advice for beginners so according yeah. to you how would you go about getting started gaining a social media following as a complete beginner what is it that you have done that has led you to this point and what would you advise beginners with zero followers to do to get to at least a little bit of following so that people can at least find you okay now it depends on where you feel your market is if you starting as a new UX person, you need to gain inspiration. I don't expect you to have it all figured out from the very beginning, right? Look at people that have been in the game. Look at how they do certain things. Learn from them. If you have to go on YouTube, go on YouTube, learn. Go on Behance, go wherever you can get inspiration and start. Now, the thing about it is when you use relevant, relevant hashtags, when you follow people that have been long in the game, like their work, copy their work, comment, interact with them. If you have questions, you ask questions. That's the 
idea. It's an endless learning process. You cannot know everything. So I'd always advise people, when you come on social media, whatever design you make is content. So if you make a design today, you post it on social media, people see it, people correct you, people commend you, people encourage you. So I would not I would not discourage anybody from going online. Come online from the very first day. Remember that in UI UX, you crawl, then you walk, then you run before you fly. It's okay to take baby steps in the right direction. Don't look down on yourself. You will always get better. You know? And always stay informed with the new trend, the latest applications, the latest plugins. Ask people. Always ask. Come out there. You cannot learn everything from just keeping your work in your hard drive. That's the wow, thing. Wow, so that's it- extremely good advice for all beginners out there. You don't start flying on step one, on day one. You have to improve with the process and be okay with it. That is an amazing insight as an experienced developer. So if you had to explain your favorite design principle that you have learned along the way that changed your journey, what would it be? Other than, than Scott and his tutorials, I think I'd still say this again. I learned a lot from Chala, Phineas um, Chala, if that's his name. Um, he brought out the fun side of designs. He brought out the animation part of designs. If you follow him on YouTube, you will see how he makes Litsu transitions look like fun. He adds the, he adds the, um, the files he used. He shows the styles he uses. And you know, by the time you start to try this on your own, you discover that it's not as hard as it looks. Detailed advice. Try, you try, you keep getting them. You watch, you, you see what is trending. You try a new style, then try and make an alteration. Make that style your own. Add something, remove something, modify. You know. So um, when you start, before you know it, you you find out that you have created something totally different. You are not trying to create what Chola has created. You're trying to create what Vera has created, what Tony has created. It's starting from something, getting the idea and following through on it. Wow, that's great advice for all beginners that you can keep on going with the process and you will come to something that you're really proud of. That is amazing advice. So if you weren't doing this because you're doing so well in this field, if you weren't doing this, what would you have pursued? What would I have done if I wasn't doing UI UX? Uh, <laughs> I think I'd either have been an, um, an accountant or a soccer player. I like sports. I used to play cricket back then in school. Um, but who knows? Who knows? We we we, we can't we can't. You know, well, you're you're, you're doing amazingly well in this field. So any other field would have. I don't even know how good you would have done in any other interest of yours. Like this is amazing. Thank you, thank you very much, man. What is the funniest design incident ever that you've ever come across? Oh yeah, I remember my first real design that I liked. I made it for a friend, and I wanted her to see it and like it. She wanted a big eatery like a fast food in Lagos, Nigeria. So I made it. And I tried to give it to a developer. The design looked very fine in the eye, but it had plenty of things missing because I tried to cut a lot of IM process in it. I, I grouped the wrong things. I, I put necessary things together. So when I talked to the developer then, he said, this design is fine in the eye, but it is very hard to process. It is very hard to develop. And I didn't understand it then until he showed me a lot of mistakes that I made. You know, and when you see your mistakes clear, like clear in the eye, it's it's it can be very confusing because you know yes it's yes. good it looks good the pictures are fine but not really that it's not really working the developers would always give you a tough time definitely so that's that that's actually quite <laughs> it's, funny it's because it's it's quite difficult and daunting at first to group the right things to get a clean design across to the developer and and that that does become complicated in all honesty what is yeah, the exactly. number one professional advice you would give to the people who are starting out the process of handing over their designs from UI UX to giving it over 
to a developer what is the advice that you think everyone needs to know before they're getting started doing uh, okay here's what i think in your designs try and do the most simple things as simple as possible remember you're not doing this design for your eyes alone you're doing it for both yourself the developer and the owner of the project so in as much as you want to make your projects look awesome remember that people are still going to work on it and it only gets worse it cannot work on what you have designed so always keep in touch with your developer ask questions be on the same page because remember you're not working alone working together okay and if he has questions if he has doubts on your design if he has a problem with your design he should tell you he or she should be able to say this part is not working this animation is unrealistic and look for an alternative to it remember that your design is not as good it's only as good as it looks on paper right but the finished work has to come between you and your developer when True. You Sim- on, exactly when you post stuff on social media they like your designs but when they try to work on it when they notice that your work is hard to work with you have groups wrongly or you have used the wrong approach or the wrong i don't know if you get where i'm coming from it's also a problem for you you know it's also a problem for you so yes i'd always yes. to keep in touch with your, your developer keep in touch with your developer keep in touch with your user experience your ux person if you're not the one in charge of ux then always make sure that your wireframe is as simple as possible i think that is the best professional advice you can give to any beginner because simplicity and teamwork are often the factors that we ignore exactly exactly it's not just you it's never just you alone it has to you have to carry everybody along to bring your developer your clients you know everybody bring them together keeping the team in mind most important concept for any ux developer out there exactly everyone has seen your strengths tony on instagram we have amazing designs that you've developed and in the design industry people have looked up to you time and again but what according to you is your biggest weakness biggest weakness funny enough i tell people some things and i don't know if many people notice i'd say my color combination sucks i i don't i would not keep myself 100% in my color combination I, I think I have seen some people put out good work, right? And I yes. look at their color and I'm like, how did they get this color combination? I am used to getting um, my color ideas from things, from color generators, you know. But I see people bring out colors from scratch, and yeah, I envy them to be honest. So <laughs> I just, I just wish I could do certain things differently, like improve my colors. Uh, you know, Definitely, uh, colors, colors are complicated. Going with. Oh. A weird shade of purple and yellow has been one of my weirdest mistakes. Like going for a yellow in the background. I will Im- include that design in this podcast later on. We have a yellow background and I wrote with purple text with zero contrast. That was a horror show. Yes, most people don't. When, when I tell people that I have a problem with colors, they, they laugh. They think I'm joking. And I'm like, trust me, there's sometimes I look at colors and I'm like, even when my friends tell me these colors are great, I look at them again and I'm like, are you sure? Like these colors don't look right to me, but you know who am I to complain as long as the clients like it and the developer thinks it's fine I just I just true it. contrast is a very important issue oh yeah true very very true I I, I think I'm still working on my contrast um, concepts uh, yes because if you look at designs and you can't read the text even if it looks really pretty if it becomes hard to read for certain audiences then it's really not effective at all yeah that's why I just tell people to just if you if you want to get things too complicated just just play it simple play it simple a light bulb 
background EDAC um, funds, EDAC design, just, just make it legible. Remember that the ultimate goal in your design is to make sure that the clients can read and you know pick up points in your design. Remember that. Amazing advice. So now that you have had a certain level of success, a certain level of wisdom and a certain level of advice for every beginner, what are your hopes and ambitions for yourself in the future? Um, well, um, I'm from Nigeria and um, you know we have issues trying to get people to understand the true values of UI UX. Uh, I would not say we are a developed country yet. We are a developing country and we don't have as many fintech companies as many other countries in the world. Um, I hope by in the next few years I get some foreign certifications uh, and impact my knowledge in Nigeria. I want to take advantage of the Nigerian economy. Like, uh, true. Ni- Nigeria is a beautiful country by the way and I had a talk with another Nigerian designer the other day and she was saying the exact same thing. But yes, I'm Niger- pretty sure with time everything will improve yeah no nigeria is a gold mine if we do things right we we would always enjoy the country so we see that the future is very bright in ui ux we have some very talented people i can tell you for a fact and i feel like in two three years if all things work the way we plan nigeria would be a force to reckon with in the tech industry yes in both the design of the designers that are there currently and in the way it is developing it is amazing so that was almost it for the list of the long questions now I have to ask some more technical questions if that's okay. Sure, sure, definitely. Who's your one favorite designer? Um, I, like I said before, my one favorite designer is UI Johnson. He's in Nigeria. I like him. He, okay. He Who's your favorite show or podcast about design? I like Dan Loves Adobe. I like Dan Scott. I try to follow him on social media and see what he comes up with. And I like um, this guy that does the super fast name. I'm just trying to remember him. He's pretty funny and he does some, you know, some designs as well. So, so Adobe XD or Figma? I learned with Adobe XD. I learned with Adobe XD. And when I started to get into the market, uh, it was weird because it felt like every other person was on Figma. I'm very biased with XD. I am, I am. What is your but favorite I, XD feature? Why XD? Um, I like XD because it's, it's, I like the way it complements with my other Adobe features. Like I can easily implement my Photoshop with it. I can, you know, there's this uh, auto layout and the likes that I try to use. Uh, it's, it's, it's relatively easy for me. I don't know why, but I've just bias with it like I, I it like goes really friend. well with the creative cloud suite of adobe yes that is true exactly. like when i want to work with my photoshop try to create things it's relatively easier for me to just pick what i want you know link it uh, just keep working although i feel like adobe can do a lot more with their plugins i, I feel like the plugin still has plenty of work to be done um, they can do quite a lot more with that um, in nigeria one of our biggest problems with adobe is the price <laughs> it's pretty expensive, <laughs> it's expensive to keep um, yeah, and also we don't have plenty of developers that use Adobe XD, so we have to like stick with what they're comfortable. Yes, definitely. I I I personally go with Figma at times because everyone likes free stuff and. Yeah, it's- and but of course now that I have XD with me actively I do go to it many times because you have to go with some Photoshop images some Illustrator images that you have to import time and again and after and after a while Figma does become a hassle in certain aspects yes I, I, have, I have a feeling that this year is going to be huge I feel like this is going to be a very strong year in Adobe XD and Figma because remember last year um, Adobe acquired Figma for like I think 20 billion or so oh really sure. I had no idea yes they have so Adobe 
literally owns Figma now. Now people are scared. We don't know Amazing. what's going to happen. That's, that's funny and scary at the same time. It's scary because you know, Adobe is all, all about the money. And when they own Figma, we can only imagine what's going to happen. So we're just trying to keep our, we're keeping our heads down and our ears on ground to know what's going to happen. If we're going to get a new application, you know, or we're going to start paying. Comment down below if you think Figma will also be a paid software. This is going to be a controversy. Oh, it's going to be huge. Trust me, because people have been panicking in Nigeria, even online. If you check YouTube, many people have said, what is the agenda behind this? Why would they sell Figma? Figma <laughs> all that. So I know they're going to, I, I have a feeling they might implement um, Figma to the Adobe store. And when they do that, of course, you know, we're going to start paying. That, yes, but you know. Figma could also be a free alternative to XD if that happens to be the case. Because Figma is all has always been free and that is the only selling point of Figma. Otherwise, people would already be going to XD. Yeah, I think the, the issue with the acquisition is the monopoly, the idea of monopoly. Now, when Adobe X, when Adobe owns everything, right, they know we need them. They know we have no choice. People run away from XD to Figma basically because of price, the free stuff. Now, when there's no free stuff anymore, what do we do? We have to go back to them. I'm pretty you know? sure we could develop some open source product or something. At the end of the day, we are software developers and designers. Yeah, but, but that's that's another thing. Speaking of us being developers and designers, um, I'd also have an advice for upcoming designers. Um, please keep your ear on the ground for the concepts, the AI concept that is gradually taking over the scene. Um, I feel the AI developers have gradually been crawling into different fields and taking jobs and improving systems. You know, so it's hard to keep it tr- keep track of what they're up to because. Um, I watched a video last week on YouTube and I saw um, an AI that can make a mobile application from scratch, pure designs. Yes, AI has been doing huge progresses, huge steps in this field. Do you think it could replace us as designers anytime soon? Yeah, as scary as it sounds, I think so. Because um, you remember Chats, um, is it Chats CPT or Chats GPT? Yes, Chat GPT. Good. Chat GPT has taken over um, content writing, has taken over copywriting. Right now, you don't even need to employ a copywriter. You just go online and use your Chat GPT and that's it. You know, if, if they have gone that far, imagine how far they can go in five years. It it's, it's scary, but then again, I'd always advise people to keep learning. Learn the AIs, learn how to use them. Always improve your niche. Don't just depend on Figma and Xting. You know, if there's an app that works, that does what we do better, learn it. You know, always have that step ahead. So when the time comes for change, we are ready for the change. I wouldn't just rest on Figma. Um, and if a robot uprising apocalypse does take over us, what do you think you will be doing then? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm asking the most horrible questions out there yeah, oh my god that, that that's that's the epic i think that that, that would be crazy because well i don't know what else we'll do you know because already we have apps doing literally almost everything now we're going to go back to I'm asking these questions to many developers these days because even I don't know what I'll be doing if a robot uprising finally takes over. No, that's that's the scary part. But um, I'm sure they still need people to operate the robots now, don't they? I think we yes. just have to learn things. Yes, we we'll, we'll always. Ahead. I'm honestly a developer as well because I've 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 developed a lot of websites and apps before I came into the field of UI UX. So I think I would no. go back to writing code for a living. But yes, the threatening of the design field is a little scary, honestly. Oh yeah. 
is, it is, it is. And like I keep telling people, just keep learning and stay updated. Um, I'll tell you one funny thing, yeah? Um, when I was in high school, I, I learned, I worked so hard to learn the typewriter. I worked so hard to learn the typewriter. And when I got to college, I realized that typewriters were updated, okay? Oh my God, that's, that's, that's a huge good it's, lesson for first-time beginners. Yeah. Keep yourself updated. I worked, I worked so hard. You have no idea. I learned how to put my paper in. I learned how to coil the paper, type, replace the ink. And I got to school one day and I um, I was asked to bring my computer to school. And I'm like, I don't have a computer. He's a typewriter. And people looked at me like, what the hell is wrong with this boy? <laughs> you know? So, <laughs> you know, so I'd, I'd always advise people to learn. learn. Keep your keep your head updated. What's in, what's... I feel Figma might be updated this year. As crazy as it sounds, I feel Figma might swell this year. And if Once it does go out, if it does go out, it might just get paid before going out. So that means first we'll boycott it because it's paid and then we'll just boycott the whole field altogether. That's a really crazy turn of events as we discussed. Yes, but that's, that's the thing. Like I said, we have given so much power to Adobe that we have to hope that um, they, they get very impactful and that's that's a strong part we have to work on. Okay, so keeping the stressful part of things aside, keeping the stressful part of things aside, what is your favorite font, your current favorite? Um, I like I like Poppins. I like Poppins because it's just it's just as simple as it's the name is. It's it's really nice. And um, when you compress it into small size, you can always get um, the clarity as well. So it's it's something that I'm really into. Poppins is my favorite. True, because if you even if you get it to the bold or black setting, it still works efficiently. And if you even if you get it to the lightest thinnest settings, it still works efficiently. Poppins is very flexible that way. Yes, it is. Would you rather work alone or in a team? I like to work in a team because. I like to talk to people, get ideas, learn. And, you know, like I said, you can't always do it on your own. So Yes, um, definitely. What is the favorite design that you've ever built? Um, my crypto app was my best. I think I, I made a crypto app that I really loved and I got good comments from it. Um, it, it helped me get a few gig as well. So I think that was one of my breakout apps. It, it was really good. Um, I made crypto for crypto. Really nice. And I made it with XD, ironically. Wow. Okay. So what color or font? Oh, sorry. What color do you use most often right now? Blue. <laughs> blue. I like blue. I like, I like royal blue. I like dark blue. I like blue, basically. I like blue. Blue is an amazing color. But staying on this exact topic, if I gave you the chance to only use blue and shades of it for all designs or only use black and white, for rest of your designs like if you had one road only black and white or only shades of blue what would you do i'll take black and white <laughs> i'll take black and white you're never wrong with black and white that's the thing you're never wrong with black and white but with blue still try to put flowers in it 100 can't can't even uh, can't even disagree with that one you can't ever go wrong with black and white would you always have to use animations and transitions on all your web designs or never use any at all um i'd rather use because um Although I'm never always impressed with what I do, but I feel like it does give an edge. You know, it has this warmth when you try using the simple ones and um, it adds life to what you have made. The animations, they don't add life to it because when you leave it plain, it still feels like a document. It feels, it feels like a word document. People don't feel the effects. They don't see the 
work or effort you have put in it. But you know, um, with animation, the movement here and there, the interaction, it feels like the user is part of some sort of journey, you know, in your process. True, true, 100%. If you could work on any design, like we have so many different designs and companies using designers out there. If you could work with any dream company, what would it be? Google. I hope to work for Google in the next four years. I've been working so hard to get their attention and I hope I do. I, I hope I hope this podcast promotes you to there. Oh, I hope so. I definitely hope so. Okay, I have I've learned only so much. I could only learn so much from your journey by looking at your social media. But what is the one question I should have asked but I couldn't? I think you asked like basically almost everything. Um, yeah, I think you asked basically everything. It's, and, and you asked really good questions. I, I, I love the questions you asked. Thank you so much yeah. for the compliment. Okay, so... So just before closing one last question what is the most important thing that people need to take away from you as beginner designers i think people should understand that i am one of those designers that never stops trying i'm open to trying ideas openness i want to learn you see when when you when you make learning a habit in your ux you never go wrong so i always encourage people to keep learning keep learning never stop don't think you know it all never assume you know it all follow the trend ask questions you know and as long as you keep asking questions and you keep learning you realize that you, the same person you were last year would definitely not be the same person you are this year and next year and the year after that. So just keep learning. True. So very true. Learning is the is the beginning, is just how we got here and is the only way we're going to get further. So thank you so much, Tony, for all those amazing pieces of advice. I'm sure every single member who's on this podcast, every single person who listens to this podcast finds it as inspirational, as knowledgeful as I did. Thank Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Vera. The pleasure is all mine. And that was it for this episode of the DevFast podcast. If you liked this one, make sure to share it with your friends and family. Follow us for more. And this is your host, Vera Shivastav, signing off. Until next time.